Welcome to the Regular Guys Random Things Weekly Podcast. Thanks again for listening to these regular guys talk about the most random things. So sit back and relax while they get started. Hey everyone out there, how's it going? Welcome to the RGRT Podcast for this week, your home of randomness. We're back to talk about completely random stuff. Well, it's not completely random because we kind of told you last week something we're going to be talking about. So I lied a little bit there. But I'm here. I'm your host, Scott. I'm here with John. Hey, what's up? And Dustin. How's it going, guys? And we're back for another week. So uh, which one of you two wants to go start with the... Uh, Me. Okay, go. <gasps> no way. Wow, Isn't nice. that amazing? Oh, my that gosh. You're prepared? <laughs> you wrote some something down? I some didn't, notes? but I do remember it because I feel like a total dude for doing it. And here it is. I cut down a tree with oh, a chainsaw. Nice. What kind of a tree? It was a decorative plum. So they're everywhere around here in the valley. What would you do with the wood? You. Uh, you cut down a tree with a chainsaw. I cut down a tree with a chainsaw, which is what I said. I know previously I had <laughs> didn't say it that way. But that when he originally it? told me the story, he said he chopped down a tree with a chainsaw. Yeah. What did you do with the wood? Uh, we're going to burn it. In my smoker? Is plum good? Sure. You could certainly have some. Okay. Yeah. I want big stuff. I want big, thick stuff. Oh. <laughs> okay, well... You might have to fight my dad for it. Uh, he wants it for firewood. <laughs> but uh, I'll trade fi- good firewood for it. Oh, sure. I got a bunch of aspen. I'd sure. trade for it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've got some aspen I'm going to cut down as well. Sweet. Did, so. so did you wear a big, uh, like, what are those, flannel shirt and uh, <laughs> uh, big boots? A beanie, <laughs> some suspenders. So... The question you're asking is a good question, and the reason that it's a good question is they do have chainsaw chaps, and um, the reason chainsaw chaps are important are they have a bunch of uh, rope material or whatever in the leg, in the thigh area, so that when the blade comes in contact with your leg, which is a very frequent location for it to come in contact if, if it jerks or whatever... Um, the rope gets wound up and bound up in the mechanism and jams it, and it's supposed to stop the blade before it cuts you. And uh, the answer to the question is, no, I didn't have those. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I also... Did didn't, you at least wear safety goggles? I, if I didn't wear safety goggles, my eyeballs would have been so full of wood shards that I'd probably go blind. So I did have those. Um, a couple of times I wasn't, they weren't covering my eyes and I was quickly made aware that I had not (laughs) remembered to, to move them. But, (laughs) but I was up in the tree with a sawzall and a chainsaw with no way to stick to the tree except my hands. And, uh, you're just hanging on with one hand, literally, literally on with the other going to town, not with the chainsaw. I couldn't do the chainsaw with one handed. That was, that was too much, um, so I had to be stable enough to use a chainsaw with two hands, so that was lower down. But at mm-hmm. the top, I was using the sawzall. You just lost a couple brownie points with me, dude. Dude, this you whole event. on with one hand. Oh. <laughs> 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 this whole uh, adventure was insane. I was sawzalling with one hand. So there's a branch out there, and I've got to cut it at a certain spot, so I'm holding the sawzall out 
and kind of, I can't push on it. I have to literally let gravity take it through the branch. It was an adventure, and I'm, I'm proud of myself that I'm not dead or wounded in any way, and that the tree's down, and I love chainsaws. They're really cool. And mine's electric. It's the same brand as my mower, so uh, I didn't smell, and I didn't have to wear ear protection, which is weird. Hmm. Yeah. Very manly. Good yeah. job, dude. There you go. I was going to say, Mary, Mary, quite contrary, how does your garden grow? But you changed it up <laughs> on me. <laughs> My plants are doing really well. I'm very proud of them. Although I went to Costco last week to get food, and the tomatoes there are like four times as large as mine. So I I was a little saddened, but I don't know when they started there. So I guess... Probably you know, a year ago. Maybe last In a year. greenhouse somewhere. <laughs> My tomato plants are going about 12 inches. Yeah, see, you, so. you got yours from a store, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I got them from Home Depot. Yeah, so I don't know when they started their plants, but they're way bigger than mine. Mine are like four inches tall, so... Or six inches tall. Anyway. <laughs> All right, Dustin, what are you up to this past week? Um, I kind of had a... Uh, uneventful week. I uh, I spent some time this weekend though uh, cleaning up the backyard, getting it all ready for barbecue season, and then uh, for Christmas my kids got uh, hammocks, and so I've been trying to figure out a way to hang four. Well, actually, our whole family has hammocks now, so trying to figure out a way to hang four hammocks up uh, in the yard from two trees. Uh, well, we have a couple of trees in the backyard. Um, so we ha- I have three trees that I can utilize, and then I have a basketball hoop that's in the middle of my, you guys remember, in the middle of my yeah. patio. So my kids got all excited uh, Saturday night. They wanted to um, sleep outside in the hammocks. So one, it's not really that warm. Yeah, that's cold. And two, it's like when we get home, it's, it's 11 o'clock at night. They want to set up hammocks. What day was this? It's a Saturday night. Saturday it snowed. No, Saturday no. It didn't. That was didn't Sunday snow? night. Oh, that was Sunday, Sunday okay. night. Okay. So Saturday night, uh, at 11 o'clock at night, I hang hammocks. So my littlest, I hung between the um, the trampoline and the basketball hoop, and then I ran uh, my two oldest opposing each other from the basketball hoop to a tree, and then my littlest to opposing uh, one of the others to the other tree. So I had four hammocks hanging from the basketball hoop, and then to trees and the tramps. And we got them all bundled up. And I said, hey, don't try to be brave and, like, make it through the night. If you get cold, come in the house. And only Sid came in the house. She was a little bit cold, but I don't know. One Did other they get any sleep? Uh, I guess. I mean, I got up uh, pretty early on Sunday morning, and they were all seemed to be sleeping out there to me. They were kind of cocooned in their little hammock, so it was kind of fun. There's one other thing that uh, I got reprimanded by my daughter about our time travel uh, episode. Uh-oh. She, she's, so Hannah, my oldest daughter, she's uh, uh, probably our most faithful li- listener. She listens to it the day it comes out. And where's, where's her uh, social media posts? She doesn't do social media. Good for her. That's good. But uh, she, she's always quick to tell me what I've said or done wrong. <laughs> and <laughs> wait, your daughter tells you that. You're, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And being a high school student that uh, is currently uh, concurrent enrollment with uh, the college, doing medical stuff, uh, earning her CNA, and then also doing science stuff, she informed me very quickly that time travel uh, can't be possible. 
Oh man, Dream Dasher. But, I know, she's getting all scientific. What the heck? What's but up but with not that? not the theory that time travel can't happen. The theory of why we can't travel in time. And one is because if you go back in time, the bacteria in our body has evolved and grown stronger. And so if we went back in time, we would kill everyone um, because we would spread the bacteria and then everybody would get sick and die and sure. then the world would end and create a pandemic. Sure. I can see and that. if you travel into the future, the same is for you, that you would go forward and then you would get infected by you know, evolved bacteria from the future, then you would bring that back and get everybody here sick and then everyone would die. So what about bringing a bottle of probiotics? (laughs) What if you go back in time and invent penicillin? What if you, what if you, uh, and and mass produce it and give it out to everybody? Exactly. What if you were able to use a spacesuit and contain, you know, all of yeah. the if you go back in a bubble. Yeah, yeah Hannah. What yeah. if we go back in a bubble? Yeah. I mean and then one last point, which is that's why I said if I did go back or forward in time, I wanted to be ethereal. You'd not, kill Jesus, not, man. Not tangible. I, yeah, I don't <laughs> want to do that. <laughs> not before he has the opportunity to do it his way. So anyway, yeah. So um interesting point. I never thought of the bacteria angle, but that's perfectly uh, perfectly possible. Yeah, and there's tons of things that... Can you go get the door? It's the <laughs> UPS guy. Yeah, just a salesman. We'll let him stew. Mm. How did he get down here? We're like 4,000 feet yeah, below those salesmen, the Earth's man, crust. They can get anywhere. That's true. They're like... The they smallest have, crack they'll fit in, and they will get you. They have like, their diggers. They're like mice. They are. So, last night, John texted me and wanted me to play destiny and i said i couldn't but uh it's because i was at the emergency room Uh oh for you or someone you love for my wife so she was outside doing pulling some weeds in the lawn and stuff and came in and her face had just exploded swollen up oh wow allergies or poison uh, we don't we don't know they couldn't figure it out so but she had looked like, you know, a chipmunk that had stuffed a bunch of stuff in her cheeks. Got her wisdom teeth pulled? Something like that, yeah. And her cheeks were just really big. So we went to the Instacare first because uh, I don't like – she wasn't – I didn't think she was in danger of dying or anything. <laughs> she just highly you, you deformed. You wanted to save a buck at the yeah, cost of your wife's health? Right. <laughs> highly exactly. deformed but not dying. So we went to the Instacare, and the doctor there said, well, because it's the face and it can spread to your throat and tongue, which can be very dangerous – uh, they sent us to the emergency room. So we spent all night in the emergency room with my wife having a big puffed-up face. And it's really funny because my wife has this gene that she can fall asleep like that. My wife has the same gene. And she's sitting on the too. couch. Whatever. That's not fair. Yeah. She can. St- she cannot stay up late. My son inherited it, too. He falls asleep on the couch all the time, too. But anyway, so we're sitting there in this in the room, in the emergency um, room, right? And they give her a shot of <laughs> adrenaline. No, was Benadryl? it adrenaline? No, it was epinephrine. Of the trend oh, epinephrine. Adrenaline. Yeah, the, you know, the EpiPen. Yeah, epinephrine, right? Right, yeah, epinephrine. Yeah. I think it was epinephrine, because that's what really uh, quickly, and it's supposed to just make your heart race, and you get all pumped up. 
Not my wife. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> Three minutes after the shot, she's out. And I have I cannot imagine only my wife can fall asleep after getting this giant jolt of basically a pure energy shot. But she has a real talent. <laughs> I'm proud of her. So she was out and we were there till probably almost uh we uh, she first came in about 8 and we were in the emergency room almost till midnight. So this was last night? Yeah, last night. You so know, you, that's why I was not playing Destiny with you. Did has her face come back down or uh, it mostly came back down. Yeah. She still had a little swelling and no idea. No idea. It. They could not figure it out at all. It's usually wow. caused by you know, an insect bite or something like that. Sure. But they usually have, for insect bites or something, you know, you'll see a... A wound. Yeah, some kind of point indicator, of right. Yeah. And they couldn't find anything like that. Or even, you know, poison ivy or something like that usually gives you a rash where sure. she didn't have anything, just complete swelling of her cheeks. So it just went from her cheeks right down on her lower chin. She kind of looked like Thanos. <laughs> I wonder if she... Did you uh, get something? Did you know. get pictures? She wouldn't let me take a picture. No way, dude. Your your wife is the queen of taking pictures. I know, like she, she takes is. more pictures than anybody I know. She wouldn't let you take one. She would not let me take How one. How funny! So, Holly. I thought about taking one when she was sleeping, but in the emergency room. But I did not because I value my life. Yes, I know Holly listens, so I'm going to tell her this, Holly. I'm disappointed you didn't get a picture. But she made the Thanos joke, so. That was her joke, not mine. <laughs> I just want to put that out there so I don't get in trouble yeah. for making fun of my wife. Very nice. That's funny. That was her joke. I would so. never make fun of my wife or, or put words in her mouth or make opinions. No, never. That, no, no, it would never happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's funny. All right, so that's our week. Sounds like we all, except for Dustin, had an eventful week. He said he had a boring week. I did watch some jazz game, though. Jazz were oh, in yeah. the playoffs. Like he said, he had a boring week. Yeah. I fell asleep watching the <laughs> jazz game on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, that was horrible. So when Elizabeth and I were dating, we would she had a curfew and so we'd call and talk on the phone because, you know and I'd be talking and we you know, we'd be having this dialogue and then all of a sudden I would ask her a question, there would be no response. Hey, are you there? hello, look at the phone, am I disconnected? No. And then I'd hear... (laughs) (laughs) You were that exciting, John. I was clearly riveting, you know. She's on the edge of her bed, just, you know. So, yeah, she's very... She can fall asleep at the drop of a hat, and I can't. It takes me Did that bother you? Uh, It has bothered me to this day. It drives me crazy. (laughs) So, um, would you go so far as to say that might be a pet peeve of yours? Uh, yeah, I would. I would. Oh. But it's, it is a pet peeve uh, that I understand is not her fault. Uh, she just, when sleep comes her way, she passes out. I, to me, if you're, if you're having a conversation with somebody and then they tune out, whether it's by sleep or some other method, it's kind of like rude. Yeah. But I understand she's not doing it to be rude. But it is a pet peeve of mine. If if we're having a conversation, you're like, that's cool, and you're gone. I'm like, what? What are you doing? Anyway. So that was kind of my lame attempt to segue into a topic. I totally understand. 
You totally dive bomb that one. Yeah. So give, give it another go. <laughs> we're going to talk about pet peeves and things that bother us. Um, some of the things that we don't like. Is this going to be a whiny session? I think so. Oh boy. We are going to whine a lot. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so I think people will relate. Maybe. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Some and if not, they'll start noticing our pet peeves yeah. and be like, yeah, yeah, I don't like that either. So, Dustin, or, what's a pet peeve you have? And should we start off on traffic or should we oh, start? Traffic's a big one. Probably if we did theme-based pet peeves, that would help keep us on track. Okay, let's start with we'll traffic. Start, pet let's start peeves. with traffic things. We'll okay. just go around the table. Sure. Okay. Sure. So my first one is that thing that you have on the left-hand side of your uh, of your steering column. It's called a signal light. And it's actually got two names for me. One is the close the gap signal and then the signal. Uh, so the w- first one that I hate is when you try to signal to change lanes and someone sees you trying to change lanes, as soon as that light comes on, they close the gap so you can't change lanes. And it's pretty obvious because the rate of speed that that person has uh, increases pretty quick. So I hate that. I call it the close the gap signal. Uh, and then the reverse side of that is I hate it, uh, and hopefully my wife's not not listening because I don't feel a need to signal when there's nobody else around. If doesn't I'm driving, she, doesn't she uh, think the podcast is stupid? <laughs> I think you know you're, what? She I, think you're, I think you're safe here. It doesn't matter though, because Hannah will throw him under the bus. <laughs> she, in oh second. no, <laughs> Hannah, if, the, if you're listening, please don't do that. So if it's midnight and the streets are empty, I don't really feel there's a need for me to signal. If there's nobody to see the signal, then I don't really care. But my wife hates that, but I hate it when people don't signal. Like, look, if you want to come over, signal, and I'll let you in. I, I don't believe in the close the gap theory, so if you want to come over. But don't try to squeeze into a, a space that's too small to the point where you're taking off my bumper, I'm hitting you. So that's my first traffic pet peeve. All right, I'm going to go with the signal theme as well because it absolutely drives me bonkers when someone will, without signaling, get into the turn lane, and they're just about to turn the corner, and then they signal. It's like... Uh, I think we're pretty well aware that you were planning on turning. Is it There's almost, no need to signal at that point. Is, Either signal to let people know you're moving over or don't do it at all. Is it almost condescending? It is. It's like, <laughs> what's the point? So that drives me crazy. Okay. Um, I, don't, I will not piggyback on the signaling thing, although I will say um, I do not signal, and this may get me in trouble, with the law I don't know I do not signal unless it's relevant so if I will affect somebody's safety or whatever on the road then I signal if if I do not affect anyone I do not signal so that does bug some people that I know um, and <clears throat> uh, but I basically am saying that I agree with you Dustin and I agree with you I mean don't signal or do but but don't be like in halfway through your turn you flip on your signal so that the cop doesn't pull you over and that's the only reason you did it or something because that's not the spirit of the reason why we even have signals they're for safety and for so that people can be aware of your behavior you know so do you have a pet peeve then yes so my pet peeve is stop signs and i, I i'm going to set you up for failure because most people don't know how to use them. And, uh, and if you don't, it's okay. <laughs> but there's a very good chance that you don't. And, and here we go. 
Are you talking four-way stop or just a Four-way stop. Yep, four-way stop. Okay. okay, four-way stop. This is the this is the law as they lay it out in the old rule book at the DMV. If four people show up to the stop sign at the same time, you, I guess, whoever starts the rotation, it starts and then it goes to the right. Okay. Yeah, the person on the right has the Every, right. Everyone gets that. What they don't get is if four people show up to the stop sign at different times. They think that it's order of uh, presentation. Oh, I was here second, so I go second. No. Nope. Once someone starts the rotation, I don't care when you show up, it goes to the right. And if that person to the right is turning left, then I don't care if the person directly across from them turns left also. That's fine. That's, that's just good traffic flow. But the, it is not whoever gets there second. That's not how it works. And if you do it that way, then the whole person to the right thing just goes into straight chaos. And you have people awkwardly being nice because they have no idea what's going on. And it just turns into a big poop. So that's my pet peeve, stop signs. Four-way stop. Nobody knows how to use them. Are you sure? I'm absolutely 100% positive. Hmm. I uh, just... I, I'm going to have to check the rule on this. Yeah. Because, Go ahead. Because I think that if... Obviously, if there's five people backed up on one side and then four people backed up on the other side, it doesn't matter. But whoever is the the next person in line at the intersection should go based not on rotation. So if two people come at the same time to the intersection, those two both should oppose, should go across the same side, unless they're going to do a left-hand turn. But if they've both, you know, if if this one guy's been waiting and then the other one gets there and it's the one guy's opposing turn, he should be able to go at the same time. I, I'm, okay, there are a million ways to dissect a four-way stop and caveats and all these examples and stuff. Uh, most of the time it's used incorrectly. That's mainly what I'm saying. I, I agree with you on what you just said, but it, I'm not going to... We can't give every possible possibility at a four-way stop. I, I think really what it comes down to is there's a lot of common sense at a four-way stop, and most people don't have common sure. sense yeah. to, to uh, figure out how the stop goes. My pet peeve is four-way stops and yeah. people's inability to use them. I, w- I will agree with that. Yeah. Second to that's roundabouts, but that doesn't need to happen right now. (laughs) All right. Dustin, you're up. Your turn again. Uh, Let's see. How about when the left-hand lane merges? So let's say you've got four lanes of traffic, and then the far left lane is going to end. You're going to hate me on this one. So science says that that lane should be used, and they should not try to merge until the very last second common traffic flow says that you should continue at your rate of speed to the end oh, of that merge. Good, we agree. So a zipper for merge? Sure we wouldn't agree. So w- it's called the zipper merge. Okay. Is that what it's called? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I hate is that everybody like they get in such a stink. So one, people try to merge early and nobody will let them in. So what happens? You're just an idiot because you know what they're going to do? They're going to go five cars ahead of you and someone else is going to let them in. So that drives me crazy. Just let the person in. As soon as they try to merge, even though if they don't merge properly and they merge early, just let them in because they're going to get ahead of you anyways. 
Second of all, quit trying to merge early. Just go to the end of the merge and then merge in. The traffic will flow so much better if you try to merge at the end where the traffic starts to gain momentum. If you're trying to merge way back in the back, you're just creating more of the bottleneck. If you wait and merge at the very last second, that's when the traffic bottleneck ends and you have less impact on the rest of the traffic. That's my, that's my pet peeve. Do you want to respond to that? Because I do. Before you have your next pet peeve. Go ahead. You're okay. right. So, uh, Brian calls that a John Williams. Going, going up to the point of merge and merging. He calls that a John Williams. So we have joked about it literally for like a year um, because of the construction yeah. on the way home. And I completely agree. You do not merge until you have to. When, when you have cones in front of your car and you have to move your car into the other lane, that person has to let you in because if they don't, good grief, they're a horrible person, right? And, but when you're stopping traffic 17 cars back, that's, that's dangerous. You have literally stopped a lane of traffic to get over into another lane. If, if there is any kind of distance between you and the next car, they have to slam on their brakes because you shouldn't be stopped. You know, I, I find that incredibly bad form. And in addition... What I've seen cars do so that you don't get ahead of them and go to the merge is they'll half and half. And that's extremely dangerous. So I've definitely John Williams around a half and half. I'll use the <laughs> the gutter, you know, and go around people that are trying to half and half because they're being incredibly unsafe. And for what? For what? So a power trip? What? I'm, it's ridiculous. I'm going to agree mostly with you guys. Go ahead. We'll but it argue with does you. pet peeve me when people will not necessarily go to the front of a valid lane, but where they'll stay in a turn lane too long, like a middle turn lane. Suicide Like lane? they're in the middle. Like a suicide lane? Is that the middle, what you call Is the middle Is that lane? inside the yellow line? The left turn we lane? call that a suicide lane. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Have you ever heard the people who will go down the left lane? Yes. And merge it just t- to get way to the totally front. Totally different or, conversation. Or they take a right turn and drive down yes. the shoulder yes. to merge. Or they that completely is also very dangerous. go past uh, you know, all these different ways that people try and get three cars ahead, yes. which saves them a grand total of 10 seconds. And they're completely being dangerous. So. I have seen very, very dangerous examples of that. And it's not a good idea. So you agree with us completely, but with a caveat, hey, there are also these people that are doing this behavior that's bad yeah, in so a totally it, unrelated a, thing. Using a, a non-traffic lane to merge. Yeah. That's or, or, or to drive, a non-traffic drive. lane to drive. Yeah. You know? I, I agree. Yeah. Sometimes, so. sometimes I will get over into the right-hand turn before it opens up with the white line. But I am so careful when I do that. It, it's dangerous. And a car that isn't expecting me to already be in the gutter could could pull out and hit me, and I would be at fault. So if I ever do that, I'm very, very careful. But I know when I'm doing it, it's dangerous, and it's not a good practice. We're never so. going to get to all of our pet peeves I if know. we keep going right. on for 10 so, minutes for each one. I, I have one more traffic one. Kay. I hate it when you are at a street or coming out of a parking lot or something, and it's wide enough 
to have a left turn lane and a right turn lane and still allow people to come in <laughs> and people go into the middle and decide they want to take a left turn and totally block up both lanes. I know what you're talking and about. And I have to try, and I'm trying to turn right, and I have to wait for these idiots to turn left, which is usually, this happens to me a lot at Walmart in Jordan Landing. I'm trying to turn left to get out. And you've got the idiot who's parked right in the middle of the whole thing. And I just want to take a right turn. It's clear, but traffic's going the other way, and he's totally blocking it. I can't stand that. It drives me crazy. I have one more. Go I can't it. let this go. Speed. Okay. It is not acceptable to go the speed limit. You should be going five over. Okay? Only, only exceptions might be a residential where safety is a huge deal. If I am going five over and you're riding me, I, I shouldn't finish that sentence. If, if you're on my <laughs> bumper, okay, and then I don't move and you go around me dangerously and flip me off, on your way around me as you go 10 to 15 miles an hour over the speed limit. That's also not cool, okay? Let's everyone go five over, okay? The, the police will allow it. It's not legal, but they allow it. Let's all just go five over. Can we agree on that? Yes, thank you. Okay. So I have, it's funny because we all think anybody who drives a couple miles an hour slower than us is an idiot, <laughs> and anybody who drives a couple <laughs> miles an hour faster than us is a maniac. Oh, I don't so, mind if you drive faster than me. Just don't flip me off on your way past. Oh, okay, that's that, the that, flipping off part. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like, I didn't do anything. I am going five over. I'm not impeding anything except your need to go even faster than five over. That, that and bothers if, me. And if you're not going to drive the speed limit, you should not be in the far left-hand lane. True. And if you're not going to go five over, you shouldn't be in that lane either. True. Yeah, you should, if someone comes up going faster than you, I don't care how fast you're going or they're going, you should, you should over. move over if they're going faster than you. Agreed. I do agree, though, that there is this attitude. If they are going slower, they're a moron. And if they're going faster, they're a moron. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they're driving exactly <laughs> the same as you, <laughs> Yeah, everybody's a moron. Totally which unreasonable. Is funny. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. Okay. So moving away from traffic, I'm going to go to lines. My pet peeve about lines is when you're in a line, the rule of no matter what line works is the person that's been waiting the longest should be the next person in line. So I hate this where there's one big line. I'll take the next person. And there's four maybe cashiers or tellers or whatever. And then somebody comes up and they think, oh, you know, there's 20 people here in line, but that cashier doesn't have a line. So then they form a new line. Drives me crazy. Look, I've been here for 10 minutes waiting in line, and just because you show up and you think that line is empty, if, if everybody's merging into one, you know, one line and then going out, you shouldn't try to create a new line. I hate people that can't create lines, and I also hate people that cut lines uh, and find a way to, to cut the line otherwise. All right, we'll go with the line thing. I hate people who bring 16 items through the 15-item-only line I hate Walmart those people, too. Or whatever. It, well, 16 is probably not bad, but it just drives me crazy to see someone pull up with a giant cartload of stuff because they're too lazy, or I guess I don't know what the right word is, to wait for two minutes in the line that they should be, and they think they're better and above everyone else, and they should get the privilege of going through it because they're special. So that drives me crazy. Mm, I hate lines. 
you hate standing in lines. Period. I hate them. Uh, they make amusement parks not fun. They ma- I don't go to De- I don't go to Lagoon. I don't go to Disney. I don't go anywhere. There's a line. I don't like them. I don't do buffets where there's a line. Nothing. I hate lines. I hate standing there. Now there is one exception. I am always willing, although this has diminished over the years, to wait in line for the new iPhone because it's so awesome. Okay, oh. but that's but that's it. I'm cutting you off right now. Oh. We're done. <laughs> what about that? No t- one should wait in line for an iPhone. <laughs> oh. What about that time I saw you waiting in line in your stormtrooper outfit for the Star Wars movie for three days? Well, that's just because the, the outfit looked good on me. Oh, okay. Yeah. So as long so. as the outfit's good, you're willing he, to. Yeah, he had a three day rental. Get the most use out of it. I there isn't a lot of bad form on lines to my mind. I I do find that. If I'm at Cafe Rio and I'm a placeholder for a meal and someone comes in and cuts into the line, that's viewed negatively, I feel like, as a whole. But I think if anyone was being honest, they would say that single person could have ordered 17 meals, you know. So do we really care if another body's in line? It doesn't really matter. Does that make sense? considered an order. Your order could be 10 mils or one so, mil. Yeah. So you're saying there's someone already in line and someone kind of crowds up to get and with a person they're already And your reaction is like, that total... I, they're, they're holding a place in line and then five other people come Yeah, and, and, and you're them. mad and you're like, oh, that's so dumb. But then, well, if you consider that that one person could have ordered 10 meals and instead it's five friends. Yeah. You know, or what's worse is one person trying to order for five people. What are you having? Blah, 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 blah. And then they send it down. What do you have? You have more? Yeah. yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And then they send that down. And I'd rather have five people crowd exactly. in front of me and they all do their own order than yes. one person and, trying. And it would be faster. But it doesn't matter because you still have that reaction, that knee-jerk reaction. It's like, oh, those jerks, you know. So anyway, um, that's my only – that's the only thing I can figure for lines. That's my only uh, ad. All right. You got any more for lines? I have nothing else for lines. You? No, I'm, I'm, I think we covered lines pretty good. Okay. All right. This What's one's next? kind of a funny one, and this is just, this is obviously a pet peeve. I hate when you go to a restaurant with somebody and they say, yeah, I'd like a Diet Coke. And the hostess goes, or the waitress goes, ah, sorry, we only have Pepsi. And then they're like, oh, my gosh, no Diet Coke. I'm not going to ever eat here again. Ah. And they throw a big stink about not having Coke. Drives me crazy. They or, taste the same. Or vice versa. They taste the same. Diet Pepsi. Sorry, we only have Coke products. Oh, jeez, you don't have it. They throw a big stink over not having. They taste the same. You know what? Get a glass of water. Pick something else off the menu. But really, like, the waitress has no control. Waiter or waitress has no control over what products they sell. So why go through all the hassle to give them a hard time about not having your favorite drink? If you don't like it, order something else, or just drink water? Scientifically, they taste the same. Not emotionally. And I, and anyone that's had them, I've not had either one of them, but anyone that's had them said, I can tell the difference. Well, and that might be true, but in a double-blind test, can't tell the difference. You can. Does, it doesn't matter if it's <laughs> not, Diet Coke. Not in Coke, the study, you can. Coke, Pepsi, uh, Dr. Pepper, I mean, Sprite, 7-Up. I mean, there's a couple of different ones. They, they're similar enough. Just drink it. And or don't drink it. You don't have to give the waiter or waitress a hard time about about what kind of product they sell. So to go along with that, I'll just kind of piggyback on yours again with another pet peeve of mine is 
it really drives me crazy when people are so one-sided. You have all these people who are Xbox versus PlayStation or Apple versus Google or Coke versus Pepsi, and they get totally all into it. You know, it's like, oh, you don't like Coke? Well, I can't be your friend. <laughs> yeah. You know, any, any is time, it really that serious? Any, Does it matter? Anytime we, your friendship depends on your preference, you're in the wrong friend group. We can't hang out at Scott's house because he only has Coke at his house. Scott, By the way, it would be Pepsi at my house. We can't hang out at Scott's house. His grand, grass isn't green yet. We can't hang out with John because he has an iPhone. I also chopped down a tree. You did chop down a tree. <laughs> or, you know, one more thought about that, too. And this happens with my family is they know that someone's going to serve Coke product and they don't like Coke. So I'm perfectly fine with you bringing your own drink. But when you blatantly only bring enough for yourself, that kind of drives me a little bit crazy too. Like if it's vodka? Like your drinks aren't good enough for me, but I didn't bring enough for anybody else. Yeah. So, you know, everything has its good and its bad. Xbox is good. PlayStation's good. Just because I like one and you like the other doesn't mean we have to be enemies. Let's just get over this whole thing. Both I own both. Both of them are good. I used to own both, and I ditched the PlayStation because I don't need it. I own an I- Android phone and an iPad. I'll never do that. <laughs> I have an Android phone, Android phone and an iPad also. They all have their pluses and minuses. I think you really limit yourself when you pick one and you absolutely refuse to... Uh, even consider the other one. When you're brainwashed by the apple cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. You're up. Uh, to, uh, in response to that idea of this one-sided thing, um, I think that it's a huge problem in our culture right now. You know, we can't... There's just no way to be friends unless we agree with each other perfectly in politics and religion and uh, the way the Constitution reads, etc. I mean, if you disagree it friendships are ruined you know and i feel like that's ridiculous and if we are all going to have that sensitive attitude where we can only be around people that are like-minded eventually you're going to self-destruct because you will find that eventually nobody can be that nobody will ever be i think social media is really um, exaggerated that because you can find these pockets online of like-minded people who sure, I share see going with that. exactly the yeah. same small set of beliefs as you on a certain specific topic. Yeah. And you and, never see them just, for the rest of their topics. Right. And you just get in this bubble with them. Yeah. I could see you that. Know? And I think that uh, and it, it's an echo chamber and you just yeah. amplify and you never are exposed to any other thoughts. And I think social media has really caused a lot of the rifts that we're talking about to, because, you know, before it happened, it was really hard to get a group together of like-minded people on such a narrow topic. Without seeing their other views. Right, exactly. exactly. Without seeing them as a whole person. Correct. I, I hadn't thought of it that way, but I could certainly see that. And... I think that when you're around people, you're immediately you're immediately challenged. You know, we agree on tons of stuff, but because you're around me, there are certainly things we don't agree on, and that doesn't have to happen anymore in, online. So, you know? 
this rolls into another one of my pet peeves. All right. People that have to check their cell phone every two seconds. And when you look at it, they're either on social media or Facebook or something like that. (laughs) So I I wrote this down, not just because you're sitting here checking your phone, but I I wrote this down. I, I hate it that, like, social media has forced us to be constantly looking at our phones. Like, hey, look, you know, we're at a movie or, hey, like, we're at a picnic or, hey, we're we're hanging out at dinner. Put your phone down. Like, why why do we got to constantly check? Are you really going to die if you don't see the latest Facebook update or the latest Instagram picture? I feel like it's rude. I, I feel like I, it is, too. Again, okay, so if we go back to the pet peeve of having a conversation and someone leaves, if you are with someone... now. There are caveats to this, and there are exceptions to this. This isn't a blanket statement. But but if you're with somebody, and you're eating with them, and you're having an experience with them, and you're doing this, it's, you know, I'm taking my phone looking at it. it that gives a person the, f- the distinct feeling that you could care less about them. Right. And that is a problem. And so I could certainly see it being a pet peeve because what you're really saying is you're hurting my feelings by checking your phone every two seconds. You know, if you're if you're distilling it down to the very root, and I, and I think that is justified. It's a, a, to me, it's a bad behavior. And by uh, in my defense, I was uh, googling the old uh, weekly reset because um, I wanted to know what the nightfall loot was and it's Sabathine <laughs> song and a scout rifle, and I'll be uh, grinding for that. But. But I, I don't but do... do you really need to do it during the podcast? Will it still be the same after the podcast? Yeah, but I wanted to talk about it. Oh. So, but... That's your pet peeve. All right. Yeah. Well... So, but but I agree. And and I think that that is um, a huge issue these days. I think we're all old enough and grumpy enough that we could probably go on about pet peeves forever. You know, get off my lawn. I hate it when kids cross, a, get cross my lawn instead really? of just taking the sidewalk. It'll yeah. grow back. I'm old, man. So anyway, so enough with pet peeves. We got to move on. Uh, otherwise, we'll be here all day long. So we have a would you rather question. Um, well, maybe we should save that till later. Why? All right, go ahead, John. Give us the would you rather. I forgot what it was. <laughs> oh no, it was you, <laughs> Dustin. Yeah. Okay. All right. Would you rather be forced? Uh, would you be would you rather be forced to have someone tell you what junk food to eat and when to eat it every single day but be able to eat as much of it as you want or would you rather be able to pick all the healthy food you want to eat but you're forced to exercise 3 hours a day you change that in a yucky way so i can't even pick the junk food i want you can eat as much junk food as that you want but you have to be told what junk food to eat or you can eat anything healthy of your choice, but you're forced to exercise three hours a day. Three hours? Yep. Is this slavery again or what? So, <laughs> uh, but you don't have to exercise if you eat junk food? You don't have to exercise if you eat junk food. No, but I'm, you I'm, don't get to choose what you eat. So if I say you're going to eat well, McDonald's you, chicken nuggets today, okay. tomorrow, for the rest of the week, and nothing else, that's what you have uh. to do. It, do you think though? But I, so, but if I don't have to exercise, I'm just buff naturally by eating junk food that you tell me I have to eat. No, that's and the ramifications. You, if someone makes you eat chicken nuggets every single day for a month, 
for three mils, you're probably going to gain some weight. Okay, let's answer but, this but you one. Can, you can exercise freely, like, I, I guess. I don't know. I thought you let, said I didn't have to on, exercise. Hold on. Okay, you don't, you don't have to let's exercise. Let's answer this one, and then I have a, a revised version, and you tell me which one you like better. I guess I'm going junk food because okay. I do not want to be forced to exercise three hours a day. That's a lot. It sounds horrible. It um, sounds ridiculously horrible. To, I mean, I'm all for a little bit of exercise, but three hours. But I'm it doesn't out. have. To, okay, let's say that it doesn't have to be intense exercise. Let's say it can be. You have to be show three hours of activity, walking, exercising, something for three hours. I'm a day. still chicken nuggeting it. Sign yeah, there up. are no consequences. Um, there are consequences because you don't get a choice. You have to be told who, what to okay, eat. Okay, so who gets to pick and what defines junk food? So let's say somebody else defines it, Scott, let's, not you. Let's say <laughs> one of one of the opposites. So if you pick if you pick uh if you pick junk food, then someone who picks the healthy gets to tell you what okay, to eat. Dustin, let me let me tell you my change to this and you tell me what you think. Because right now, all the bad things are healthy because eating healthy isn't as fun and you have to exercise. Why not put the exercise with the junk food? And then that makes the exercise have some... Uh, okay, the, I like the, that. The junk food okay. have some poop. So you can eat whatever junk food you want, but you have to exercise three, three hours, hours a day. day. Or or you can eat whatever you want as long as it's healthy. And you don't have, and to, you exercise. Don't have to exercise. And you don't have to exercise. Oh, I'm probably changing then. I'm still avoiding the exercise and going healthy because you can have pretty good healthy food. So the issue for me is that I don't have three hours. I don't want to make a three hours a day. I think that if I could... You eat, have three hours a day. I know I You're do. You're just going to have to sacrifice something. I don't want something. to. I understand. Uh, if, the, if it was like one hour a day and all the junk food... That could be like, oh, that's pretty good. But I think for three hours, I'm going to take the healthy food. Since I can't wait to get home and have my salad and anyway, like I crave it. I look forward to it. It's totally a, you know, a change in my appetite or my, um, what was the word? Uh, I don't know, likes, I guess. I look forward to the salad and I don't want to exercise if I can help it. So, yeah. uh, so to me, the healthy and no exercise is pretty easy. If well, it so was yeah, like you guys made it easy. Which it, one are okay. you picking? Well, let's say healthy and one hour of exercise, or unhealthy and three hours of exercise. Well, I don't want someone to tell me what to eat because I don't want to eat chicken. What if someone comes to me and says you have to eat a uh, hot dog on a stick? Sick. Sign for, me up. Disgusting. For the, for the rest of the year. That's <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That That's what my, you have to that eat. That was my throw-up mm-hmm. sound. Ooh. I do like hot dog on a stick a lot, but I don't know if I want to eat it every meal for a year. Okay, so I'm willing That's to That's what be I mean. Able- Who's telling me what to do it? Are they are they sadistic? Are they going to torture no, they, me with it? But they or, don't have to be sadistic. That's what they, I'm asking. They could just not have your interest in Is it going to be my you, best friend, <laughs> Dustin, over here who just wants to see you me suffer? Think, you don't you do think? not want Dustin. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have fun with this. Yeah, that's, that's what, what he's talking mean. about. You do not want Dustin in charge that's of that. I don't, he's, that's why I said he's going to make me suffer. Uh, or I want, is it my wife who loves me and wants me to enjoy my life? I, I, would, I would choose healthy. I would choose my choice of eating whatever I want and then the exercise. Also, also, I think that um, for the answer to your junk food question, it's a, a, a third party, not not involved in your life, don't know you, and don't care about you. So it's not statistic or anything. It's mm-hmm. just not you don't get to choose. That's what it boils okay. down to. 
But they're not out to get you. But they're not necessarily. They're not going to torture you by making you. Eat, uh, they might be secretly studying the effects of these terrible feeds on you. But maybe you don't know. But anyway, all right. So, but this, you know, this kind of brings up another thing, and I'll save that. That's a different discussion. <laughs> we'll save that for later. All right, let's move on now to the fun part that you've been waiting for since last week. Our movie review. John picked this movie, John. So why don't you give us a little intro to the movie? So I... Uh, Tell us the movie again. It's called The Invasion. The Invasion. And um, I had never heard of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, Snatchers or whatever. I'd never seen it. I still don't think I have. And so I saw this film and I saw it at face value. You know, I, I didn't know any context at all. And I thought it was a pretty decent film. And I thought that it kind of, except for the fact that it wasn't crappy, it fit into the to the films that we've been watching, which have been mostly uh, sci-fi thriller type, you know. Uh, yeah, like uh, zo- kind of a zombie. Like zombies, you know, like total, total thriller. A in- infection. Intense uh, anxiety throughout the film. And so um, I kind of thought it fit, and it was super old, and... But I also liked the movie. Super I thought old. It was, uh, yeah, super old. Came out. It's like at, 10 years ago. It's like 15 or 20. 2007 no. or something like that. Really? It's is not it that old. Yeah, it's like 2007. It's not old. Uh, it could have been post. Okay. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, super old. I, I feel like it was super old, but um, I, I could see that it might be 2007. So um, I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. Uh, and I think that the What story did you like about it, John? Well, having no experience with the story at all. Um, so, I, yeah, let me just, I'm going to chime in here because. Give us a synopsis of what the movie Two about. minutes into this movie, I realized, hey, this is just a remake of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. How, what told you it was a remake two minutes in? Uh, it, it's the fact that people are, well, you know, the space shuttle crashes and you could see these little spore things, right? And in the original movie, it's really funny because it starts out with these gloopy balls of glub just floating through space for eons past all these planets, you know, and they land on Earth and they get in the water and then people drink the water and then they act different. And, you you know, one of the first things that it was was he's not my husband. And she could tell immediately. And so this was kind of how this one was. He's not my husband when she's talking to the thing. And mm. so it was so... So he got infected, and then he went to sleep, and then you kind of cut to him kind of with that stuff on his face. Right. So at that point, you knew that it was kind of the same remake? Yeah. So uh, it was pretty quick. So basically what happens is a space shuttle crashes. It brings a spore or a, I don't know. Organism. Of organism some, of some that sort. Infects people. That gets in the water supply, or I don't know. How did he catch it? Oh, he, he got cut it. He got cut, right? Something, yeah. yeah. By a piece of wreckage that and take them over overnight. And so when you go to sleep after you get infected, you become one of them. And you have to go to sleep. So once you right. become infected, you don't change until you go to sleep. And then something about REM right. sleep and a hormone. And so, you know, then all the people who have been affected are trying to get all the people who haven't been affected, a.k.a. Nicole Kidman. And her son. And her son. Who... Was interestingly immune. Yes, apparently. who had a condition that uh, made him immune to whatever the thing was. 
which which we've seen in other movies too. I am Legend did that yeah. same thing. Yeah. He was immune and trying yeah. to find a cure. Yeah. Other people were immune also. So, um, did you want to go over the synopsis anymore? No, I don't know. That's kind of did I did I cover it? So, so the whole movie is her just basically trying to get her son, find her son, who her ex-husband has taken the son, and then get him to an army base where they can study him and make him a lab rat and figure out how to and, defeat the evil and, aliens. And she actually gets infected, but she doesn't go to sleep. So that's another part of the story is that she's trying to stay awake. So she's taking right. pills, drinking Mountain Dew, blah, blah, blah. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew! <laughs> um, so... I, I like the plot point um, where at some point this is able to be transferred through this throw-up thing, you know? I, I thought that was a clever way to make him to, to transfer it. But even better than that is they were administering shots, I guess, yeah. uh, of it. Trying and, to cure the flu. And very sneaky, sneaky, you know? I thought that was a cool plot point. And um, have you had your shot, you know, like? It, to me, it was just very uh, sinister and yet subtle, and I thought that was cool. Um, and like I've been saying, had no idea that it was a redo of Body Snatchers or anything like that. I, and I just, when I was watching the movie, I thought, this is just a cool story, cool twist, cool mechanism, cool, you know, all that stuff. And I enjoyed the suspense, and I enjoyed her trying to get away from these people. Um, I did think that the contact she had with non-infected people that were like brilliant scientists they don't sweat wipe that off quick well he was just a worker on the train he was just no 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 no. this is uh this is the cop oh this is the officer you know walks up to her they don't because she had just been running off the train yeah they don't so the other guy um actually that's interesting uh that you mentioned now i'll tell you about that later but uh, so she finds out from these people kind of how to strategize about these uh, aliens. And I did think that it was quite convenient that she learned these things without ever having the aliens be the one that <laughs> had noticed. It was always regular humans that had noticed, right? So I think the probability of that's low. But that's okay. So um, I guess my point on that was that uh, I thought it was convenient, but it's so- also fine. To me, the most interesting point of this movie that it brought out, and it's kind of a philosophical one, is the whole idea of is the human race better off as boring, peaceful, together zombies, or are we better off as fiery, think-for-yourself individuals who murder and start wars and stuff like this? So The line in the movie... uh, the, the line in the movie about that is, can you, the reporter at the end, can you tell us, is it completely eradicated? Are we totally good? And the scientist says, well, we're fully human again. Check for, the headlines for better, in the paper. For better, for worse, or something yeah. like that. Didn't he say yeah. something about checking the headlines in the paper? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, to me, that was the most interesting part of this movie, was this whole question of, which way are humans better off, um, you know, peaceful, coexisting, boring, zombie-like people or individuals who... Would you rather be a peaceful zombie with no choice and no, uh, no 
negative uh, anything. I guess no choice is pretty negative. But what I mean is no violence, no blah, blah, blah. One of, yeah, one of the lines that one of the guys said was there's no them, right? Everybody is the same. Everybody's... But the, 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 the pro- one guy said there is no other... Oh, maybe it was there is no other or, or something. So everybody's so homogenous. Would, so would you rather homogeny or would you rather the freedom of thought and the freedom of choice? Well, the problem is, is you never really get to see what... You, you, do, you don't get to see in the storyline because it isn't going deep enough to find out what the society really would have been like if everybody would have been infected. Because you kind of... The, the storyline is all during the infection and then they find the cure and then they kind of cut to the end six months later. So you don't ever actually get to see, like, is there one supreme leader? Do they really all coexist? Like, what what really happens once everybody's well, I, infected? I think they kind of allude to it through some of the newscasts and the papers that you see going on. Oh, a peace treaty is happening over here, or all, you, all the disarmament that's happening, and all the notice, peace that's going on in the world. Did you notice they brought up North Korea? Yeah, I did I notice that. that was funny, <laughs> that Kim, Kim Jong-un. But <laughs> yeah, so th- I think that was kind of, you're right, the main story was really about her and her struggle, but I think they kind of showed that in the background there's all this peace and love happening worldwide where everybody's starting to get along and there's no more uh, conflict or violence or murder or anything like that happening anymore. These philosophies are why I love movies, and this is also partly why I love dramas, is that they really make you think. What's the answer to that question? I know which I, I know what I would choose in the would you rather, and I would choose the side effects of freedom, which are possible crappy things. I'd rather have my freedom and deal with the side effects than have no freedom and have no side effects. Well, there are side effects to that too, but I don't I don't want those side effects. I'd rather have the freedom side effects. I'd rather than have the freedom side effects. Yeah, I would rather yeah. have freedom side effects too. I think I would probably rather have freedom side effects too, but I, no. It, that kind of peace is certainly desirable. It is. And I would never argue with anyone that that kind of peace isn't desirable. But I just don't, I can't get over the feeling that. You have to give yourself up what in order am to I? get it. Yeah, yeah, what am I at that point? There is then? no, that's what he said. There, there is, is no, no I. Right, there's no other. And Everybody's I, the same. Yeah, so, so I don't, I can't, I can't like that that state. So, John, while I appreciate that you picked a higher quality cinematic movie. Here it comes. (laughs) For this choice. I kind of (laughs) missed the horribleness of the past movies. So, while it was a good movie, I wasn't quite as entertained with this movie. Are you not entertained? As I was with the bad (laughs) movies. Had you seen this one before? I had never seen this one before. So, I I didn't see it. I don't know why I hadn't seen it. Because... It, it's a pretty good movie. I like the movie storyline. But the same thing is when I was watching this movie, I was just kind of like, yeah. Not, I mean, it's just kind of, it was a good movie. Right. It was a good movie. I mean. It wasn't a, it's not a fun movie to talk about the podcast because it really was just kind of boring. Like, I wasn't but like. It's not boring. That's really the wrong way to put yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, It's a good movie. It's just not. It wasn't quirky crappy. enough to it have something entertaining. to talk about. Yeah. As entertaining as the past ones have been. So, oh dear! Good choice. I hate those movies. I hate them. They're and that's horrible. the point. That's the point. No, I hate them. They're oh. All right. I think Dustin gets to pick the next movie. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I I think uh, I think it was a really good movie, but 
I agree with Scott is Zumbies, although it was horrible, it was it was a terrible movie. It was fun to watch because I was like, I can't wait to talk about this dumb thing where the draft's swinging this guy by his arm or, you know, I just, it was fun. Yeah. There was no excitement in watching it. It was just, it was just fun to watch. So would you rather watch a high quality movie? <laughs> or would you rather watch a dumb movie that's really entertaining? I know my answer to that one. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to save that for another time. But. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts on uh, anything, John? Give us your wisdom for the week. Okay. Uh, the weekly reset is awesome. I think that we're going to have a really good Are you time. Talking destiny. Talking destiny. You okay. said talk wisdom, I know. so I'm talking destiny. So just tell everybody what you're talking about. Destiny okay. 2. The weekly reset for Destiny 2. Uh, so far in the Nightfalls, we have done really well, but the bosses have just been insane to complete. Um, actually, last week's wasn't too bad, but in general, they've been pretty insane. And this is one of my least favorite bosses. So I feel like we're going to have a really hard time with this Nightfall this week, and we'll see. But I'm super excited, and after this week... Uh, we get the drop. We get the the DLC, uh, the next DLC, Warmind, and I'm very excited for that. Uh, it will drop when I am out of town uh, for work travel, and yeah, so it'll be a couple I, I weeks before we get your thoughts on it. I won't be able to, <clears throat> I won't be able to talk about it or play it or anything until I get back. But I'm really looking forward to it. I think that they're doing a great job. I think that they have done a great job. I think that there are certainly some issues and critiques and, and they've those have been heard and, and they're doing what they can. They can't please everyone and they can't fix. You know, sometimes people are like, well, just fix it. Well, when you fix things, other things break. And, you know, having the perfect balance is incredibly difficult. If All right, not, your minute's up. If not impossible. <laughs> Dustin, go. So anyway, that's, that's me. So uh, as everybody else is, I'm a jazz fan. And so I'm excited for the playoffs. Jazz hands. Uh, I saw this, or I heard this funny news story this morning uh, on the radio, where the the opening actor or the the lead actor in the play Hamilton that's happening in in Salt Lake City right now tweeted out that uh, he hated Salt Lake City because all they do is sit around and check their phones. Happens to be that when he was uh, doing his play, happened to be during the the, the jazz game on Friday on the jazz right. game, the final game in the series. And so everybody's saying that they were checking the jazz score during the Hamilton play. All I got to say is, go jazz. Right. Go jazz. I thought it was funny. I it's also uh, hockey playoffs, too. So oh, it could I, have I, re- been both. I really love the hockey playoffs. It's I, I'm not a big hockey regular season fan. They have too many games, and they don't mean anything. But for me, there's nothing quite like hockey when it really matters because it's pretty intense. So go Penguins. And on a lesser note, go Golden Knights because I think it's cool that they're expansion team and they're in the playoffs. So, and cool. go Mountain Vanguard. <laughs> go Mountain Vanguard. <laughs> All right. While we're talking teams. That's our podcast for this week. Thanks for joining us. Um, we'll be back next week with some more shenanigans and randomness. So for John. Hey, have a good one. And Destin. See you on the flip side. We're signing off for this week. Have a great week. Thanks. Bye.
Thanks again for joining us on this week's podcast. You can find more episodes, show notes, and links at our website at www.regularguysrandomthings.com. You can also find us on all the social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, please like, comment, and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. Once again, thanks for listening, and catch us next week for a brand new episode.